Welcome to episode 6 of The Art of Conversation. In this episode, I'm joined by my good friend and musician, Amy White. I know there has been a bit of a gap between my last episode and this current one, and that's to blame for technical difficulties, but I hope you enjoy this episode all the same. I actually recorded an introduction for this last night at like two o'clock but I just sounded so exhausted and as though I was about to fall asleep so I re-recorded it before it's published today. Um, Amy and I were very giddy when we recorded this episode and we recorded it in Trimmers Lane in Wexford Town. I work in Wexford Town, I've worked in Wexford Town for around a year on and off now and I really enjoyed my experience in Trimmers Lane. I'll definitely be going back for context. We both got the hand-cut chips and I got the hate goujons I would highly recommend. I used to go to Santos Coffee Shop every single day and unfortunately it closed a few months ago. So I've been feeling kind of like a fish out of water when it comes to um, <laughs> my lunch times in Wexford. And it's great that cafes are now open again and we're out of lockdown and we can get back to that sense of normality. Um, this episode was recorded in a cafe so there is obviously that background noise but I hope that adds to the feeling and it adds to the enjoyment of the episode and I hope you all enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Art of Conversation. We're here in Trimmers Lane Cafe in the busy Wexford town and I'm joined by my good friend, busker, musician and all-round good guy, Amy White. Amy, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. So Amy, you're back to busking today. How was it after a year hiatus? nerve-wracking really yeah i just felt i wasn't prepared I, like last night i actually was about to decide not to go really yeah and was why like, was that i haven't played guitar in ages because you know with covid everyone's home and i hate playing guitar at home yeah and so i never played at home when everyone yeah. was there and I haven't played in like probably two or three months. Wow. So I was really like, I didn't think I was that too rusty, but I did kind of mess with a few things. Ah, uh, no. It was fine. That's then I good. did it a second round and it was grand. Yeah. It's like I never stopped. Good, that's great to hear. I have a question about being a busker, and I'm, I'm sure lots of our listeners have some questions as well. Um, what is the feeling when passers-by give you money? How do you feel when that happens? I feel so awkward. Really? Mm. Oh, that's... that's I prefer people walking by singing along to the song than giving them that money. That is crazy. And do you ever have people that would kind of stop? Yeah. Is that yeah. your favourite reaction? It is and it isn't. It's okay. kind of like... You're being watched. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to mess up because they're watching me constantly. And yeah. I've asked you this before, but I'm still... I'm going to keep digging until I get the, the answer I want. <laughs> is there any competition between buskers? Ooh. Particularly in the likes of Wexford Town, when the buskers in Wexford Town would be well-known and well-recognisable. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I find? There's more competition with older people. Okay. Yeah, I find like there's some older... Like probably like, you know, 30, 40 people. Yeah. people. It might be their career, though. Yeah. And like... They don't care for you. Wow. While I find with the teenagers and the, you know the young adults, they're really nice. Yeah. They're really kind. They support you. Yeah. The adults just are quite mean. That's gas. And, and on a similar note, there is camaraderie. There's friendships between buskers mm-hmm. as well. Amy, I came across this Instagram called uh, Amy White Official. What's the story behind that? Um, wait, let me have a look and I'll see exactly which one this is. It's called Amy underscore White I've underscore Official. Three or four different ones. I've I'm used not ones surprised. To, I've used ones to go on the cover and everything. Oh yeah, but who hasn't? 
Um, I'm gonna go onto my archive and see if this is the one. Um, yeah, this was my old fan account. Oh yeah, I mean, who set up? Was uh, that a... First it was like Tom Hiddleston, then it was like Tom Holland. Oh, I thought you meant like it was a fan account for you, like someone set it up for you? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm not that vain. Okay. Um, <laughs> how do you see the future of your music? Do you see, is, is, do you plan on bringing out an album anytime soon? If I can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> What would you I'd like? love to go into a studio and yeah. record stuff. That's, but yeah. I'm so critical of anything that I write. Really? Do you write songs? Yeah. I never knew. Yeah, no, I write stuff and then I like, you know... What I'm, are your songs about? Oh, God. You know, love. there's like literally anything and everything. Yeah. Like I have stuff like, oh my God, stuff from when I was like in first year. Aww. And I started writing, I was like, this is rubbish. Aww. And I found some stuff where I literally took lyrics from other songs and just meshed them around. I was like, Amy, can I lost the fucking just stealing from other people? Yeah. So I swore on your podcast. No, it's okay. I'll put a little, um, yeah, <laughs> I'll put a little explicit content warning. <laughs> um, we can obviously tell by your uh, accent. <laughs> that you're half English. Yes. Has this ever been an issue for you? Okay. Go home, you bloody Brit. No. Do you know? You've never no. had an issue. No, I've always been like saying like, oh, we're British, and like I'm actually not. I'm mm. Irish. I just have an English mother. Like, mm. Yeah. I get that quite a lot. Actually, saying like, you know, you're English. But Could you tell us the story of how your parents met for our listeners out there? I got more of this actually. Okay. So keep updating. Before even like the whole, you know, F off with my okay. mother. My mum worked in a shop in Donnybrook Fair. Oh lucky her. Uh-huh. And my What dad, shop was it, do you know? Oh I can't remember. I think it, I don't know actually. It's a little corner shop I think, I'm not Aww. too sure. But um my dad came in once and like, you know, they kinda of met and whatever, not really. But then he just kept coming in for gum. Like just kept okay. yeah. and like she really liked him and then oh. did she shoot her shot? I think she did try oh, her. her shot. I think she she said like she ran out after him and just kinda like said like do you wanna like kinda like, you know, meet up. Oh. And then I don't know what happened after that, she didn't really tell me, but then there was obviously then in the pub. Yeah. And like, you know, she's just sitting or standing, I don't know, but he said like, Oh, you're quite small, aren't you? And she literally told him to Fuck off. Yeah, and there's another said, explicit warning. Yeah, another explicit warning. And then, like, he's like, ooh, feisty. <laughs> and that is how my parents met. And then and they moved in three weeks later. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, don't forget about the proposal either. <laughs> so, by this point, they had three kids. And my mom and dad were sitting on the couch, and he literally said, We have three kids, we might as well get married. That's, that's romance. So romantic. That is romance. That is what I want my life to be. <laughs> and, um, you haven't always lived in Wexford. No. Where were you before then, huh? Good old Delgany in Wicklow. Lovely. And what was life like there in North Wicklow? Oh, um, from what I remember, the more I get older, the less I remember. Yeah. But the house was massive and I loved it and I want it back. <laughs> <laughs> but Delgany's like that. There's a certain yeah. clientele up there. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I when it. I think of clientele up in Delgany, I think of... Homemade bread, <laughs> chutney, brie cheese, and like oat milk. And I just remembered now. 
Um, tell us about your experience in Cord and Anog. Oh my god. I haven't talked about this for a while. Yeah. yeah. Does Corla end when yeah. you finish school? Yeah. Yes. Once you finish secondary school or 18. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the cutoff point. <laughs> but. No, it was great. I loved it. Made me a completely different person than I was before. But um, hopefully, when all this COVID stuff goes away, I can go back to doing the training that I was doing before COVID to uh, help volunteer there. So I can still, you know, come every you know, Friday of every month. Not every Friday. A Friday of each month. And you know, volunteer and kind of get my insight. And do you think Corla links to what you want to do in the future? Yes and no. When I first started college, I wanted to do social work. Then I did <laughs> intro to social work, and I was like, no thanks, no thanks. I literally was. I was like, no thanks. It's like I still love Why? Being Why? Why? I don't know. I really don't know. It's not as interesting as you thought it'd be. Yeah. It's different. Like I still love the idea of helping people. I'll definitely still volunteer and like do as much as I can. But then I was also looking at human resources, and I thought like you know before I would never want to do that. Yeah, but that is interesting. But yeah, no, I just I think it's so interesting, and plus I love the idea of firing and hiring people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have complete control. Exactly. And you can show your feisty side there. Exactly. That's perfect. Thank you so much for joining no me, problem. Amy. Thank you for having me. <laughs>